Blog Talk Radio. and persona non grata, Daniel Hudson. Stories are run on a cycle in the news to where we almost become sick of them. Crimes and mysteries oftentimes end up never getting answered. Did the family get justice for their loved one? Was the accused even guilty? Welcome to the Aftermath, where we try to answer some of the mysteries we forgot about due to life smacking us in the face with more happenings. Forgotten Story, The Death of Bruce Lee. The Backstory On July 20th, 1973, Bruce Lee was in Hong Kong to have dinner with actor George Lanzambi, with whom he intended to make a film. According to Bruce Lee's wife, Linda, Lee met producer Raymond Chow at 2 p.m. at home to discuss the making of the film Game of Death. They worked until 4 p.m., and then they drove together to the home of Lee's mistress, Betty Ting Pei, a Taiwanese actress, for a quickie. The three went over the script at Ting's home and then Chow left to attend a dinner meeting. Later, Lee complained of a headache, and Ting gave him a painkiller, Equigesic, which contained both aspirin and a tranquilizer, Meprobinate. Around 7.30 p.m., he went to lie down for a nap. When Lee did not come out for dinner, Chow came to the apartment, but he was unable to wake Lee up. A doctor was summoned and spent 10 minutes attempting to revive Lee before sending him by ambulance to Queen Elizabeth Hospital. Lee was declared dead on arrival at age 32. There was no visible external injuries. However, according to autopsy reports, Lee's brain had swollen considerably from 1,400 to 1,575 grams, a 13% increase. The autopsy found equagesic in his system. On October 15, 2005, Chow stated in an interview that Lee died from an allergic reaction to the tranquilizer meprobamate, the main ingredient in equagesic, which Chow described as an ingredient commonly used in painkillers. When the doctor announced Lee's death, it was labeled death by misadventure. But what do Aaron and Dan think happened? Aaron, uh, I'm going to introduce you. This is the Hall of Famer, Aaron Rumsey, and he is involved in Taekwondo, and I would love to know what his opinion is. Go ahead, Aaron. Dan, good morning. How you doing, brother? Bro, I'm good. Good, good, good. Right. Um, so, allegedly, there are, are some in the uh, Chinese martial arts community and martial arts community in general that um are suggesting that um Bruce was killed by a technique known as demak which is a delayed uh death touch uh by a skilled practitioner um and that's with that um in 1980 the uh and uh, um film the martial artist uh, Aaron Banks uh, talks about uh, the death of Bruce Lee at the beginning of the film. Uh, Banks indicated that Lee was probably killed by the uh, death touch, 
A recipient of that strike would not die until days or weeks after. Um, during an obvious script interview, uh, Banks made several interesting points, one being that uh, Bruce was in excellent physical condition and how it would have been impossible for him to have died of natural causes. Um, so with that being said, uh, Dan, your thoughts on or continuation on that? What's your, what's your I, thoughts? I'll be honest. We started when we were putting this together, when you said the death of Bruce Lee, I guess I'm a pessimist. I don't know, but I didn't say, I was like, man, there's nothing to that story. But then when I went and started researching it, I'm like, okay, now there is something. Okay, I, I get what he's saying. Um, my problem with the whole situation is this. Bruce's manager, he, uh, his name is Raymond Chow, didn't think enough to call an ambulance. But suddenly after all this, he's suddenly a medical expert. He's going in about, well, this is the typical effect of aspirin, blah, 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 blah. How come the guy, after all these years, is suddenly an expert, but in the time Bruce was alive, couldn't do it? Then there was stuff also, a, a very interesting thing I'd never heard before, which was that Chow ach- attempted a cover-up, which is where he uh, tried moving Lee's body. Uh, Chow told uh, paramedics to take Lee's body to Baptist Hospital, which was like literally a mile down the road, and – he tries calling uh, Bruce's doctor, can't get a hold of him because the line is busy. So he he calls Betty's doctor instead. And Betty's doctor, I don't understand this, made it a point to try to move Bruce to a hospital like 30 minutes away, which makes no sense to me. If Especially, I guess it was one of those I don't want him at my hospital type things because uh, of conspiracies or whatever. But so basically what they were doing was they were pretty much driving around a dead body of Bruce Lee. Right. And the only thing I, I can think of is, you know what this reminds me of? The movie Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> they're driving around the dead body all over wherever they're at. And I just, I, I'm kind of with you on this. I mean, it, it honestly, there's something that just doesn't add up. And I, I, and they're trying to say it's aspirin, and my problem of that is you're telling me Bruce Lee, a martial artist, never took aspirin because you know he he was sore, he had to be sore. So, well, I don't on, know. On top I, of that, the aspirin relation is also with the uh, back injuries that he suffered, and he had to go uh, through PT to regain control. So, right. Um, the other interesting point that I found that on this that there's been alleged use of possible bite or inserted or somehow he was able to take it the use of uh, marijuana with him. I I could get that. I, I, I honestly I don't know, man. I think something something just doesn't add up with this because he's I don't know. It's it's the thing that bothers me is I can't figure out what the Chow connection is. If it's like, because it, could it be somebody like the Chow was associated with that um, did what you were talking about with the the master touch or whatever? And I'm wondering if that was it, or maybe it was the Chinese mob, the mafia or whatever. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that does not add up on this case, and we're supposed to expect, hey, his aspirin killed him, eh. and also. There's allegedly, allegedly, uh, with Betty Ting, 
allegedly she had connections to the mob. So I don't know. This is this this is gonna well, be scratching my head. The uh higher ground with the Chinese mafia and um didn't in the upper echelon of the martial arts community over there did not want him teaching uh non whites um or non Asians as far as with the martial arts goes, but he taught everybody and anybody. That does that makes makes a lot of sense. It really does and I, I just don't know something. I, I know I've said this like ten times, but it just it's it drives me nuts because I I can't put anything together. I know something's wrong, but I don't know what. And I'm wondering if we're ever going to find out. By the way, uh, for the listeners, we are we have four minutes left, so we're going to probably do our quick little session, uh, say our goodbyes and all that, and then we will, I will. Catch you next time, and uh, I'll let you know what the show is and all that. So, uh, Aaron, do you have any final thoughts the other, on your uh, the other first show? And the other What's thing that? I found interesting, if I remember correctly, uh, one last tidbit before we close out here is that uh, during his funeral, I believe his uh, casket was closed. Yeah, and I, I heard – People – the thing I, I've also read, and I don't know how true this is, it's the grain of salt. I've heard that uh, at his autopsy, his hands were black, which is usually a mm-hmm. sign of something else. And I, that, I don't know, man. But I think we're going to have to call it for today. Uh, on behalf of the Hall of Famer and the newest member to the aftermath, uh, Aaron Rumsey, it's an honor to have you, Aaron. I'm glad you're a part of the show. Um Honor, we are going to see you guys. Uh, we're going to kind of rotate where every other week we're going to have uh, both of us, and then one week I'll I'll just go by myself. So I, I appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, on behalf of Aaron Rumsey, the Hall of Famer, I'm Daniel Hudson, and we will catch you next time. Later. Later. <laughs>